Welcome to Zichud Dafsi Man Memory of Ram Goldar, and today we're Zechas Tainas Daf Yudolf, the first parak Ma'emasai. So the three dafs we're going to focus on. Number one, it was taught in a brisa. Shibazman Shisro Shruim Batsar, who perished Echumehem. When Kaisro is going through suffering and one separates himself from the community, bind Shnei Malachi Asharis Shemalabim Ola Adam two Malachi Asharis that escorted person come. And place their hands on his head and say, Pony says, That pony that separated himself from the Tzibor, Al-Yirah should not see the consolation of the Tzibor when they're saved from the affliction. It was taught in a different place, Rather, a person should feel the pain together with the Tzibor. For we find that with Moshe Rabbeinu, that he suffered together with the Tzibor, as it's written with the war with Amalek, and Moshe's hands were heavy, and they took a stone and placed it under him, and he sat upon it. The Gemara asked, did Moshe not have a mattress or cushion to sit on? Rather, Moshe said, Since B'nai Israel are mid-suffering, I shall also be with them in suffering. Point to the Gemara discusses what happens to a person at the time that he departs from this world. The Chamim said, At the time when a person departs this world to go to his eternal home, all his deeds depart from him and say, Did you do this in such and such place on such and such day? And he'll respond, Hey, yes. And I'll tell him, Sign. And he signs. As it's written in the Yachtam, He has it signed by every man's hand. Not only that, but The person endorses the judgment he will receive and says to them, You have judged me appropriately to fulfill what is written in the Pasuk, in order that you, referring to Kosh Baruch Hu, will be correct in your words. And point number three, the mission stated regarding the first three Taniyos. They may eat and drink after nightfall of the fast. Rabbi Zerah said in the name of Rav Huna, Yachid Shekibo a Yachid that accepted upon himself a Tainus, may eat and drink the whole night before the fast begins. And on the day of the Tainus, he davens the Tefillah of Aneinu. If he continued his fast, from the day into the next night, he does not dove in the tefillah of Anenu. Rabbi Yosef sought the rationale for Rav Huna's ruling. Does Rav Huna hold Amos Anenu shows? We do not fast for hours. And since continuing his fast into the night, which is perceived as a new fast, is not legally binding, he doesn't dove in Anenu. Or perhaps he does hold that we fast for hours, and it is binding, except a partial fast is not as chashiv as a regular fast. Abai said to Rav Yosef that Rav Huna does hold that we do fast for hours, and it does require Anenu. But in this case, since the person did not accept upon himself to fast the day before, it's not chashev enough to require including anenu in the tefillos. So once again, the three points are number one: it was taught in a brayse of bismanchi so shrim butzar uperish echomehem. When Kaisro is going through suffering and one separates himself from the community, bunch ne malchei asharis shemalabin lo adam two malchei asharis that escort a person come or menichem lo yedena or roshva omrim and place their hands on his head and say poni zeh sheperish min tzibur this pony. That separate himself from the tzibur, al yir eb and the chamas tzibur should not see the consolation of the tzibur when they are saved from the affliction. It was taught in a different brayse that el yitzayir adam imat tzibur. Rather, a person should feel the pain together with the tzibur. For we find with Moshe Rabbeinu that he suffered together with the tzibur, as it's written with the war with Amalek. Videi Moshe kvedim yichu even v'yasimu tachtov v'yeshav aleha. And Moshe's hands were heavy, and they took a stone and placed it under him, and he sat upon it. The brayse asked, did Moshe not have a mattress or cushion to sit on? Rather, Moshe Beno said, Since B'nai Yisrael are mid-suffering, I shall also be with them in suffering. Point number two, the Gemara discusses what happens to a person at the time that he departs from this world. The Chum said, At the time when a person departs this world to go to his eternal home, 
All his deeds depart before him and say, Did you do this in such and such place on such and such day? And he'll respond, Hey, yes, and they'll tell him, Chasom, sign. And he signs. As is written, the Pasuk, he has it signed by every man's hand. Not only that, but the person endorses a judgment he'll receive and says to them, You have judged me appropriately. To fulfill what's written, the Pasuk, in order that you, referring to Gersh Baruch Hu, will be correct in your words. And pointing with you, the Mishnah state regarding the first three Tanios. They may eat and drink after nightfall of the fast. Rabbi Zerah said in the name of Rafuna, Yachid Shekibo of Tainus, a Yachid that accepted upon himself a Tainus, may eat and drink the whole night before the fast begins. And on the day of the Tainus, he davens the Tfilah of Anenu. If he continues fast from the day into the next night, he does not daven the tefillah of Anin. Rabbi Yosef sought the rationale for Rav Huna's ruling. Does Rav Huna hold Ein Masanin Goshalos? We do not fast for hours. And since continuing his fast into the night, which is perceived as a new fast, is not legally binding, he doesn't daven Anenu. Or perhaps he does hold the we fast for hours, and it is binding, except the partial fast is not as chashiv as a regular fast. Abai said to Rav Yosef that Rav Huna does hold that we do fast for hours, and it does require Anenu. In this case, since the person did not accept upon himself to fast the day before, it's not chashav enough to require including anenu in the tefillos. All right, so now we go to a simon daf yudalf, and our standard simon is stars, like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So the simon is stars. So here goes. The man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him, signing each page of his diary, including the day when he never even completed his partial fast. Once again, in slow motion. The man wearing the robe covered in stars. Stars? That must be more duff. Yudalif. The man wearing the robe covered in stars who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, which reminds us that was taught in the Bryce when Christ was going through suffering and one separates himself from the community. The two Malachi Ashar said, a scorched person come and place her hands on his head and say, Ponizeh should perish at Sibor. This pony that separated himself from the Sibor, Ayyab and Nechama Sibor, should not see the consolation of the Sibor when they're safe from the affliction. Rather, a person should feel the pain together with the Sibor. Like Moshe Benu did during the war with Amalek when he sat on a stone as Bene Israel fought. So the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him signing each page of his diary, which reminds us, when a person departs from this world, all his deeds make him sign on what he did, and when judgment comes, he endorses the din. So the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him signing each page of his diary including the day when he never even completed his partial fast. Which reminds us, Rabbi Zerah said in the name of Huna, if one continued his fast from the day into the next night, he does not daven the tefillah of Anenu. Abai said that Rav Huna holds that we do fast for hours, and it does require Anenu. But in this case, since a person did not accept upon himself to fast the day before, it's not chashim enough to require including Anenu in the tefillahs. So once again, the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air felt the pain of the person in front of him signing each page of his diary, including the day when he never even completed his partial fast. All right, now it's time to go to our four block back Chazar. Davzain. So the simmer Davzain is a gun. So here goes. The boy who wanted to learn how to use a super soaker water gun. Gun? That must be more on Duff. Zion. Clay Zion. Weapon. Gun. 
The boy wanted to learn how to use his super soaker water gun to wake up the dead when it rained. Which reminds me, we have a number of teachings regarding Gadol Yom HaGashamim about the greatness of a day of rain. There are those that say that a day of rain is greater than Tchiyas Amesim. Others say it's equivalent to Tchiyas Amesim. Another Amora holds that a day of rain is as great as the day the Torah was given, while there's an opinion that is greater than the day the Torah was given. So the boy wanted to learn how to use his super soaker water gun to wake up the dead when it rained by peppering his water gun coach with lots of questions, which reminds the Gemara as why is the Torah compared to a tree like we have in the Pasuk, We learned just as a small piece of wood is used to light a larger piece, so it is with Tamil the younger ones sharpen the minds of the older ones because they pepper them with a lot of questions. This is reflecting what Rebbe said, I've learned a lot from my Rebbe's, and from my Chaverim I've learned more than from my Rebbe's, but from my Talmidim I've learned the most. So the boy wanted to learn how to use a super soaker water gun to wake up the dead when it rained by peppering his water gun coach with lots of questions. Didn't realize no rain would fall because of Lashon Hora and brazenness. Which reminds us we have several teachings as to what sin causes rain to be withheld, including this list as Mesapi Lashon Hora, or because of Azuz Panim, brazen people, or Bitzel Torah. Dav Ches, so the Simr Dav Ches is Chala. So here goes. The Bachar eating a raisin Chala. Chala, that must be more in Dav Ches. The Bachar eating a raisin Chala, as he struggled to learn from a Gemara made of iron, which reminds us, Reish Lakish said, If you see a Talmud is learning is as hard as iron, it's because his understanding of Mishnahites is not well organized. As Rashi explains, he has a hard time understanding the Gemara because he's disorganized and doesn't remember the Mishnahites well, which should be mastered first before learning the Gemara. Reish Lakish would review his Mishnahites 40 times, connect the Arbin Yom Shinitna Torah, corresponding to the 40 days the Torah was given to Moshe Benu, and only then would he go before Biyokan to learn Gemara. Bavada Bar Abba would review his Mishnahites 20 four times. So the Bachi eating a raisin challah, as he struggled to learn from a Gemara made of iron, was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure. Which reminds us, Lasiglavo, in the future, all the animals will gather and come to the Nachash and say to it that a lion mauls its prey and eats it, a wolf tears its part and eats it, but you, what gain do you get? Rush explains that the Nachash bites people and kills them, but gets no benefit from it. So the Nachash answered, The master of speech has no gain. Rush explains that the Nachash responds that the people who speak Lashon Hora as well get no benefit. So the Bachi eating a raisin challah as he struggled to learn from a Gomorrah made of iron was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure when it suddenly fell through a hole in the floor to a storage area below where the grain had not been counted. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yitzhak taught, Ain't a bracha matzui el bedavra samuimina ayin brach is not found except in an object that is hidden samui from the eye, which Rashi explains is something that has not been counted. As the Pasuk states, Yitzhak Hashem itcha is a bracha ba'asamecha. Hashem will command the bracha in your storage towers. The word asamech is like the word sami, which means hidden. A person can say a bracha before he counts his grain, but after he counts his grain, his bracha is considered a tefillah shav, a prayer in vain. Daf tes, so the similar daf tes is a teapot. So here goes. The generous tea hostess, tea, that must be more on daf tes, teapot. The generous tea hostess who became fabulously rich from giving maiser, which reminds us that Rabbi Yochanan taught Reish Lakish's son that the Pasuk Aser Taser is coming to teach Aser Bishvil Shetiz Asher, give maiser so that you become wealthy, and that even though in general one should not test the Kodesh Baruch Hu, one can test the Kodesh Baruch Hu when it comes to giving maiser. So the generous tea hostess became fabulously rich from giving maiser and served tea from a priceless three-piece tea set with pictures of the bear Miriam, Ananiya Kavut, and Mun engraved on them, which reminds us of the Brisa taught that Shoshim Parnasim Tovim Amdu Yisrael. Three great leaders arose for Yisrael, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. The Gimel Matanos Tovos Nitnu Al Yadam, and three good gifts were given to Kali Yisrael because of them. The bear, the Ananiya Kavut, and the Mun, the well, the clouds of glory, and the Mun. 
The well was in the schus of Miriam, the clouds were in the schus of Aaron, and the man was in the schus of Moshe. When Miriam and Aaron died, the bear and Anayakavod went away, but then came back in the schus of Moshe. Even though it was taught that prosperity does not come in the schus of a single individual, Moshe Rabbeinu was different since he dubbed on behalf of the rabbin, he was considered as if he is the rabbin. So the generous tea hostess became tabulously rich from giving meiser and served tea from a priceless three-piece tea set with pictures of the bear Miriam Anayakavod and man engraved on them was glad to see that it was raining only on her tea plants that needed rain. Which reminds us that we learned from a passage that Kosh Baruch will give rain on behalf of an individual, even for a single field, even for a certain part of the field that needs rain. Thakmor brings the example of Daniel Barkitino who had a garden every day he would inspect it and say, this road needs water, this road doesn't need water, and it would rain only in the places that needed water. Daf Yud. So the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin. Minion of Yidin. That must be on Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, which reminds us. The more brings a number of statements about the unique status of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael was created first, and the rest of the world was created afterwards. The Kodesh Baruch who waters Eretz Yisrael himself, whereas the rest of the world is watered through a shaliach, and Eretz Yisrael drinks from rainwater, which is whole brach, and the rest of the world drinks from the leftover water. In the clouds, Rashi says that he heard the rain falls first in Eretz Yisrael. So the minion of Yidin and Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmidim among the eight Yechidim, which reminds us that the second mission of the Daf states that if the seventh Marchevshin comes and rain is not fallen, Yechidim begin to fast three fasts. It was taught in a Brisa, Al Yomra Adam Talmidani, Eni Ruyulos Yachid. A person shouldn't say that he's only a Talmid, he's not fit to be considered a Yachid, to be grouped with those that fast for rain before the community begins their sets of fast. Rather, all the Talmud of the Chomir are considered Yachidim or Chayim to fast. A Yachid is anyone who is fit to be appointed a leader of the community can answer a broad range of Shilas, whereas a Talmud is anyone who can answer Shilas in what he's currently learning, even if it's only Masechah's Kal, which is an easier Masechah. So the minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmud among the eight Yachidim, because the two of the Yachidim got lost in the way while analyzing a sugya. Which reminds us, the Gemara notes a contradiction. Yosef told his brothers before they returned to Yaakov, "Al do not become disturbed on the way." Rabbi Lezer said that Yosef was saying, "Don't get involved in a devar halacha during the trip, lest you fall out on the way." Which Rashi explains means they might get distracted and get lost. Rabbi Eli Barberechia said, "Shnei talmidei chachamim shemachalkim b'derech ve'ein benem dibreitori ruinly sarev." Two talmidei chachamim who are traveling on the way and words of Torah not spoken between them are fitting to be burned. But the Pasuk teaches regarding Eliyahu and Elisha that they were not burned by a fiery chariot because they were discussing Torah. Gemara answers, "Hayla migras Rabbi Eli was referring to reviewing one's written by rote. One can do that while traveling since it doesn't demand a lot of focus. Rabbi was referring to analyzing Torah. Since people become absorbed in the discussion, it's easier when they get preoccupied than become lost. All right, so that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Goldman Zichu. Wishing a great day and great learning.